And that's true that what you said. There's a lot of people have their passion or, or what they really want to do in life suppressed because of of their society and, and, and because of things around them. I guess a follow up question for that is where what was the turning point for you? Was there a switch like a light switch that says, OK, in my life, I'm guided or I'm I'm going one way because people say this one way, like it might be with your Air Force or like picking a college and you didn't go to college and that type of stuff, like your routes. What was that for you? And when was the Tevin moment to say, okay, let me pave my own path. Um, I think for me, the biggest thing was um, I would say, I mean, obviously I went like in high school, I went the normal like um, college route. I got accepted to a couple colleges. Um, But the ultimately I decided on joining the air force, which I think was a good decision. Um, but I think for me, the turning point was when I was just like, they were just like, yo, you're moving to Las Vegas. And it's just like, it's just like, it forced me to kind of be like a man. And then I didn't realize like how much like your parents influence weighs on you. And like, it could be a good thing for sure. And I would say like my parents for the most part have like made me the person who I am, but you realize like how much of like their influence like weighs on your how you think on the day-to-day like your decisions and like i felt like moving to las vegas has been like the best thing for me because i kind of like became my own person and as you would know yeah like no like i remember you calling me a few times just like bro you changed (laughs) no that i i think you hit the nail on the head when you said that because a lot of people, that's why they usually say when people go to college or they kind of turn up, they go crazy because they really figure out and experience life for themselves. Like, Bro, not, I have a story. No, go I ahead. Tell me, tell me a story. I, I can say, I can say, I can say this. Yeah, say what. It's my right. bully podcast. Say what. Right. So I remember you came to visit. <laughs> oh my God. This is so funny. Bro. Tell me. <laughs> All right. So I remember you came to visit me. Right. I think this was your freshman year in college. And like, like, you know how, like, through our friendship, we've kind of talked off and on through different periods of life. Like sometimes we call each other all the time. Sometimes we go hella times without calling each other. Besides the point, I remember you came to visit me in Las Vegas. It was like when I got my very first apartment. I, I thought I was grown. But I remember like it was you and you and our friend Shaquem. Um, I remember we we was turning up. I was gonna go to the club, bro. Uh-huh. I remember you got out. You were so lit. I remember you got outside of our apartment and you hopped on top, jumped on top of a car, and then like you were just like, "Let's go!" And I was just like, <laughs> "Oh my god, bro!" I was just like, "This man is acting different." Yeah. No, it, you're right because when you again in high school, my parents are listening. Shout out parents. I love you parents. But I mean, in high school, I didn't do much, but in college, come on, <laughs> you go to college, you, you really, you decide your future. You decide your fate. Mm-hmm. Obviously I was, I had parents that taught me great <laughs> values, but it's like, man, when you can experience like a situation and learn through your own mistakes, like yourself, it's like, it's nothing like it. So I hopped on that core. I said, let's go. <laughs> And Tevin probably like, man, this is a different norm from Texas. That's how y'all do it. No, no, it's crazy. It's it is something to be said about uh, those times making you uh, a different person and a man. Um, Another question I would love to ask you is with the Air Force. I know you were stationed in Kuwait. 
I guess through that time of isolation and like you said, becoming a man, what were some of the biggest drawbacks to going to Kuwait? I know you were excited, but mm-hmm. when you got there, what were the, the biggest challenges that you faced? Um, I think for me, um, at the time, you know, my, what my living situation was like, um, I think that was very rough. Um, and then I would say going to like, like a country that doesn't have like where Western views has like no influence on them. And it's just like, you're literally in a country where it's just like, people have a completely different mindset on like how life should be lived and like trying to just like, get used to that i would say um it's like the biggest drawback because like in what way what way specifically you think uh i mean just like how people view marriage just like how how they interact with women like when you go out you don't see men and women together bro you see like really bro you see men together in groups you see women together in groups but you don't see them together when you go to like the malls and stuff really so i thought that was like huge difference yeah yeah, it's, it's, it was like completely a culture shock if I've ever seen it. Because like you can go to like some countries in like Europe. Like I've been out the country a few times. And it's just like the culture shock's not that crazy, but out there it's just like, bro. Yeah, it's yeah. different. No, I, I mean, even with being in Germany, I would <laughs> I would say that culture shock was uh, a thing that I experienced. But I do think stepping out of the country and traveling gives you a better well world view in it, and it mm-hmm. kind of makes you appreciate you know the times that you have here and the times that you have with you know friends and family back home um for sure there's something i want to ask you you don't have to answer if you if you mm. don't feel comfortable there's bro, something you said anything, there's something bro. you said about your your family situation or what you mm-hmm. had back home can yeah. could you could you tell me how you worked through that being um in kuwait uh um i would say um I didn't work through it. And that was the issue. Um, I would say um, for those who you who didn't know um, at that time, I was married just like um, most military men at fucking 19. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I would say um, definitely when I got to Kuwait, I would say everything that was going on in that relationship was like amplified. I would say everything bad going on in that relationship was like amplified because it's just like you don't really have communication like that. Like the time difference is like opposite. Hard to communicate. It's just like small arguments that you could probably fix on the day to day became big arguments. Yeah. And then all that eventually came to like just not talking to each other. And then. I'd say it was just like a slow descent into like uh, an end of a relationship. Yeah. And, and there's something to be said, honestly, bro, about one, you talking about it right now and two, just the aftermath of it, because I've seen you since then. I know you might, I mean, I think everybody holds some stuff in from their friends, but the mm-hmm. bravery and, and just the love of life that you continuously showed since then, I think, I I honestly couldn't be able to do it. If if that happened to me while I was gone, I wouldn't trust anybody. I wouldn't be friends with anybody. I wouldn't be, let's go, let's lit, lit. Like, how like where does that come from? That joy for life and that joy, okay, it didn't work out. Let me let me step out. Let me like 
put love and joy into my next relationship, even with friends and stuff like mm-hmm. where does that come from? I, I think that's a talent. Honestly, it would take me some time, bro. Literally, like for me, <laughs> yeah, like, I know you. Where does that you. come from? Um, I think for me, um, I think this could just be a personality trait, but I feel like um, most people would describe me as like very in the moment. Like I'm not the type of person to think of like, even think like what's going to be happen tomorrow. For me, I like to be like in the present. And I think that it kind of allowed me to like, obviously going through a breakup, especially if you've been with someone for that long, like it, it's going to hurt a little bit, but I still think like, the fact that I kind of live in the moment, I like to try to attack each day. Mm. And that kind of allows me to be like, yo, if I'm at like a party, if I'm hanging out with friends, I can be like present in that moment. I think a lot of people get ahead of themselves so they can't really enjoy life because they're so worried about like, what is my life going to be like five years from now? Or what is my life going to be like next week? But I try to just be like, yo, I'm here with the homies right now. We're going to enjoy each other's company. Yeah. I'm enjoying this time to the fullest. I am so envious, bro. I'm not like I'm not even kidding. I'm envious of that trait because I think I have it, but then I I realize when I'm in it, I don't have it. Like I'm always thinking <laughs> of the next thing and the next thing. Where are we doing then? It's like I I'm so like spontaneous. I I do like having fun, mm-hmm. obviously, but like a vibe. But I'm planning. I'm planning. I'm planning stuff, and it's it's something to be said about being present in those moments of those and building on the next moment that can become, you know, the next thing. Um, Mm -hmm. There's another picture that you had that said expectations are the blueprint for disappointment. I guess Mm -hmm. you're kind of just saying that right now. Like if you expect something of the, like, why don't, can you actually explain that? Because for me, eh, I don't like those quotes. So can you explain it for somebody that doesn't like those quotes? What is expectation? What does that mean to you? So so I'll say this. Like, I hate when people like post like the the fake deep quotes to like justify. (laughs) Yeah. Just to, to better explain. It was an art. um, I was in Miami and we were at an art gallery and I've seen like an artist painted that. Um, But that's just like how I live life. Cause I think like, when especially i think people like if you put faith in man i feel like at some point you're gonna get disappointed so i think i try my best not to have any expectations when it comes to like relationships or friendships it's just like i'm going to just try to just enjoy you with no expectations like so if i have no expectations for you how could you disappoint me but uh, see there's there's so many ways that I want to take. Bro, that. we've had we've had like legit arguments over this. Yeah, there's so many ways. I know. Expectations. So how could you disappoint me? But don't you think that's centered in a, a negative context or a negative thought process? Like, don't you think that's you don't like? See, for me, I think so. When even when I think about that, just like that quote, it like makes me happy because it's just <laughs> like I can live free, bro. It's just yeah. like no nothing a person can do can dictate how how i live my life or like can affect my day because i don't have any expectations for them like you can't let me down it's not possible for you to let me down but listen to what you're saying let me down isn't that that's exactly this is what i say with drew drew thinks the same way as you like he's kind Mm -hmm. of what is it glass half full glass half empty i'm the one that always looks for the best thing the best thing you're kind of like even killed i guess yeah but i I, I just 
I think that's cool. Right, so my question to you, I have a question for you. Okay. Do you has anyone have you ever had expectations for like let's just say a person, whether it be a partner, a friend? The answer is gonna be hell yeah, but keep going. And they didn't deliver on it. And how did that make you feel? Hell yeah. And it it made me feel real sad, real bad. Like honestly. Like I can I can I mean countless relationships, friendships. Mm-hmm. It made me feel sad. But I think the thing that fills me up with like like love and like uh I guess uh, another high that's coming is relationships like this. Me and you are different friends. Like, mm-hmm. oh, they're a great person. I have an expectation I can meet another great person like that. That's what gets me going. Mm-hmm. I don't like how does that I don't get how people don't see that way. I know it's a different way to think, but I don't know. Yeah. It's just like I Bro, I can't stress to people how much we've had conversations like this that have gone on for hours. Yeah, we just—I don't. I just think that's just like—it's not something that you consciously think about. It's just like who you are as a person. Yeah. If if you had one person in this world to tell all your thoughts to, to share all your fears, your feelings with, do you have that person or? I guess that's the question. Like, do you have a person to share everything with? Uh, I don't. I don't think I have just one person. I think um, kind of how it is for me is just like I feel like I'm able to, you know, get all of my feelings out. But I think I do that through several people. Whether it be like some things I share with my mom, some things I share with like my significant other, some things I share with my friends. You know, I think. I kind of use everyone as an outlet, but not, I don't think there's one person that knows every single part of me. Yeah. And it's not that it's like subconscious. I just think, you know, you feel comfortable talking to the homies about some things, you know, you don't want to talk to the person in a relationship with about some things, how you feel. So you feel more comfortable talking to the homies. But isn't there something to be said about vulnerability? I feel like personally, Mm -hmm. when you're able to be vulnerable, with somebody to an extent, you kind of build on that bond that you have with that person, like that trust and that love for that person, whether it's mm-hmm. a friend or a romantic relationship, it grows stronger because of that. Hey, that courage that it took for you to even voice those things. What do you, what is, what do you think about that? You're making a face. If, if you, you guys obviously can't see him. He like, he give me the hell. No, stop that soft shit for that face. <laughs> but now what I do just- you, what do you think about that? I personally don't think you can be, I think, yes, I think you can be vulnerable with someone, but I still think that to like a certain extent, it's just like, I think we had this conversation. It's just like, how comfortable do you feel? Like, Ooh, we did. Keep going. Sorry. Cry, how comfortable do you feel about like crying in front of a woman? And you were just like, he was like, nah, that's soft. I was just like, there you go. So you can be vulnerable with someone to however comfortable you are with it, like to a certain extent. Yeah, like keep going. I think you should share. I think you should try to get everything off your chest. But maybe there's some things you don't feel comfortable sharing with the person in a relationship with that I might feel more comfortable talking to you specifically. Yeah. Nah, you. Because if I said everything that was on my mind, bro, to like, if I said everything that was on my mind, it's just like it's the homies though, like. What would overwhelming though? To your homies? 
Bro, all right. So wait, what if I called you every single day and I told you everything that was bad going on in my life? You don't think that will weigh heavy? Come on, me? use discernment. Like I'm we've been friends for a long time. If you tell your best friend like a real life moment, I like Yes, one real life moment. But let's just say <laughs> I just I just told you everything that was going on. Okay, wait, for me, if I came to you, is there a real life moment cap? Like he like, all right, bro. This is, he calling me again, bro. He he over his quota no. this week. Bro, but I'm saying it's never gotten that bad because I think as friends, we're courteous to just be like, okay, I can share some things, but I'm not going to share everything, bro, because I think they can just like, you know, just weigh heavy on someone because then I'm asking my phone, it's like, fuck, it's Norris again. No, yeah, no, I get it. But I guess I'm even with romantic relationships, we had this conversation mm-hmm. about men being vulnerable in front of their girls. Like how... I guess I want you to relay. How do you feel about, you know, being vulnerable, vulnerable with a partner? Like, do you think that's okay? Like what, to what extent with your partner? For sure. I would say, um, as far as relationships go, I think it's taken me, um, goes back to like, you know, everything that's happened. I think it's taken me some time, like navigating different relationships, like trying to be vulnerable with someone. Um, I finally feel like I got to the point where I can actually like be my 100% self. Around what? Wait, 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 wait. No, nah, I'm sitting up. I'm sitting up. Really? No, nah, tell me more. Tell yeah, I know I've never shared this. This is like, no, nah, no, nah, you haven't. Tell me, tell me more. Um, I just think that we, um, um, I think that we have like real life conversations. And like, when I tell you that I, I genuinely feel like, I could talk to this person about anything. Like I truly mean that. Like we've had like some like conversations where it's just like, you know, like conversations that I can't say that I've had with anyone else to where I can just be like, this is the truth, you know, take it or leave it. And like this, I don't have to worry about this person just being mad or just like getting in their feelings about it. It's just like, okay, let's talk about it. And for me, I would say that's like kind of why like, you know, yeah, no, so that's love, bro. Right that is love. And my headphones just popped out, so I'm going to act like I hear you, but I don't. But that is so love, honestly, because... No, it's crazy. Where, it, I, like, it's how crazy, do you bro. even get to that point? Like, How do you recognize, I, like, I can tell this person anything? Like, Can you bro, walk me through the moment that you were like, oh my God, this one's a little different. Bro, I literally can't tell you. I think um, when I say like... I can't stress you how happy I am in a relationship right now because I've genuinely have never felt this. And like, like, um, when I was just thinking like the other day, like no, no woman has ever met my family outside of like, you know, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. my ex. And like, this is the first time where I just want to be like, meet my mom. Yeah. Like meet her. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Like mom, get over here. Because I know she'll um, love you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I have never felt that, but um, I don't know how it happened. I would just say, like, you know, like, you, like, I know that you've gone through vulnerable moments in a relationship, and I think, like, how that person handles that can determine, like, can I talk to you about more things? Yeah. And, you know, you just go from there. But this is just, like, seems so natural. Hey, Genix, you going off?